Welcome back to a Love Like This podcast. We are so glad you are here. Join us as we share the stories, memories, and messages that help shape not just our lives, but the lives of our incredible guests. Together with some of our amazing friends, inspirations, and teachers, we bring you stories of faith journeys, life lessons, and advice, all centered around building an abundant life. You have a place here, you have a purpose here. So here we go. Hey everyone. I wonder if you have thought about finding some kind of adventure today. In today's episode, I sat down with my brother Ben, who you all know and love. We spoke about some of Ben's favorite moments of exploring and the ways that you can have more adventures in your life, both big and small. I really hope that you get encouragement from this episode. I know I feel the urge to go love and live in both big and small ways. So go get your coffee and a notebook and enjoy. Guys, so on this week's episode, we are going to be talking all about adventuring and why it's important to allow ourselves to adventure. And what better person to talk about this with than the adventure man himself, Mr. Ben Johnson? Apparently, that's me. Apparently, I'm the adventure man. That is you. I think, yeah. What? No, I was going to say, I just finished Love Does. Bob Goff seems like a bit of an adventure man. Yeah, he does. But I mean, like, you're like hiker. That's true. Your legs are trees. I do like hiking. My legs are not trees. They're the size of trees. <laughs> All right. So let's get into some questions, yeah? Yeah. All right, then. So where did this love of exploring begin? Gosh, my love of exploring. I think, well, like as a kid, I was always, well, I feel like we all were, to be honest yeah, with you, we were. the type of kids that like loved being outside and making the most out of whatever we were doing, whether it was like climbing trees or pretending there were fairies floating around and building bases and all these different things. Building bases. So I think, honestly, since I was like a very little kid, I always loved doing things and exploring areas and, you know, making the most out of whatever situation like Mm -hmm. I was in at the time. But I think I was probably grade three. I got given this book or my friend had this book called The Dangerous Book for Boys. Have you ever seen that in my bedroom? Mm -hmm. It's this big red book. Yeah, I've still got it. I bought my own copy. Mm -hmm. It's this big red book and it's designed for like young kids and like young boys to like learn skills from like a diverse range of things. So it's got like things about history and like wars and then it's got bits about how to build bow and arrows and how to build tree houses. Oh, like actually, maybe I do remember All these this. different yeah, things. Yeah. yeah, anyway, I remember seeing that book and being like, this is literally the coolest thing I've probably <laughs> ever seen and I need to get my hands on it and do pretty mm. much everything that's in it. Mm. And there's like, there's a lot in it. And so, you know, I always like tried to pick things out of that to do. So I was like, whether, you know, making a bow and arrow or trying to build a really janky tree house out of scrap bits of wood that dad had like mm. laying around the back. But Yeah, in terms of exploring, it was always just trying to make the most out of, you know, whatever situation I was in and trying to find the most exciting things to do. Something just popped in my head. Yeah. Can you talk about how your, I guess, I feel like when your videographing, I guess, passion sort of ignited, it was like you just wanting to capture all of those memories and adventures that you were having in your everyday life, right? Yeah, for sure. Well, obviously it started off just being for jokes and for memes with you guys as kids and just trying yeah. to make funny videos and things like there was always that slight interest. But we have to talk about your first film I made, Dogwood, because gosh. come on, I mean, it happened in a pretty well, adventurous true. place. Yeah, it's a very good example actually of, you know, exploring. Mm. Should we tell the story of Dogwood? Yeah. <laughs> so we were probably, I was probably 11 or 12 at the time. The twins were obviously, you know, quite a bit younger, but looking back on it, we look like very, very young children. <laughs> And we were staying in this cabin in um, Sequoia National Park and it was this really cool cabin. It was two stories. It was log. It was like- It was called Dogwood. Pretty old. Yeah. And it was called Dogwood. And I'm pretty sure Dogwood is a type of tree or like bush 
I think I've come to know. I have to back check me. I don't know. I, I was wondering why is it called dogwood? Yeah, I think it. I think it's like this bush. Anyway, it was this really cool cabin, and we decided to make it like a horror film. And it was the worst <laughs> display of cinematography you've ever seen in your life. It has the. And mind you, there was eight people saying this one <laughs> tiny cabin, so we had to tell everybody, guys, be quiet. We're, we're recording. Remember? Yeah. <laughs> but like the recording was me, like with a selfie camera pretending yeah. to be scared of you guys being these like <laughs> possessed demons and stuff. It was really messed we up. We would literally like page play like a dead grammar and I was like some uh, your cousin. Remember? It was very weird. But like, again, it was exploring like the possibilities that we could do and the fun that we could have as kids. And looking back, it's actually like really enjoyable. Yeah, for but, um, sure. Going back to your point, yeah, videography. It was my first proper film that I guess like I showed people and people really mm. enjoyed was my Thailand video. Yes. Yeah, that yes. was when um. In, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, it was 20, 2015 or 2016 in January. I went away on a, like a missions trip to Thailand and I filmed the whole thing. And I think it brought a lot of joy to people, not just the people who went on the trip, but everyone else got to experience it the way that I kind of did. Again, mm. like it's just another expression of, you know, exploration and, you know, trying to show people that. That's so true. I didn't even think about your Thailand video. Mm. What about the moment when, um, remember Cassidy Johnson, that little. Oh, yeah. What is that we made? Yeah, that for was sure. just like another, I guess, another child. You know what I mean? Like you just have those moments of spontaneity. Where you're like, I just want to be a kid for a second. Yeah, well, it's like ingrained in you. Like we always come back to this in episodes with me. I feel like it's all mm. these things that happen in our childhood that come back and come to fruition later in life. But mm. like that's another example. We were at this other cabin um, in South Dakota, and we saw this hill behind it. I'm like, you know what? Like, guys, let's just <laughs> go up the hill and see what we find and see what we can come up with. Mm. So in the middle of the afternoon, we're just like trekking up this little hill. Decided to build like a little base and you know, under all like, like these kids. pine trees. I don't even remember where we got the sticks from. And then we wrote, we engraved on a sign that said Casa de Johnson. Yeah, but it was just, it's one of those afternoons that you obviously will never forget, but it's, mm. it's nothing fancy. It's nothing super exciting. We could have been doing it in our backyard like we did when we were kids, you know? Mm-hmm. We didn't have friends or anything, no distractions, nothing. We were just nothing having fun in the present. Yeah. So let's talk about um, your hiking. Mm. When did you get into hiking? I got into hiking. In grade 10. So, was that from Duke of Ed? Yeah, pretty much. So I'd always loved camping and being outside and, and hanging out with friends and stuff. And Duke of Ed is this program that our school was running. I think it's an international award and a big component of it is like outdoor adventures. Some mm. people do canoeing, some people do mountaineering. We do hiking uh, at our high school. And so grade 10, yeah, was the first time that I went on like a proper overnight hike and it pretty much was like game on from there. <laughs> I was hooked. And then what was your first hike alone? Alone? Like, was, tell us about that experience. Yeah, my first hike, well, it hasn't really been like a solo hiking trip or anything. It's always been with someone with else. With someone else, yeah. Yeah, but um, it was with Mia, actually, in mm, Yosemite. Mm-hmm. We spoke about that in our first ever podcast episode, I think. Yep. How Disney gives us direction, delight, and the desire to dream. How did we get into that? Oh, that's right, because the whole Moana situation yeah, was happening Moana at the same song. time. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so my first, like, pretty much, like, I planned this hike from go to woe, packed everything, like, everything start to finish was um all through me was Yosemite in 2017. Mm. Can you tell us highlights from that? Yeah, of course. It's pretty much like the greatest trip of my life pretty much. Mm. But it actually teaches you a really interesting lesson about like retrospect and like you girls always preach about being mindful in the moment. Um, it was the first time that Mia and I had kind of left you guys middle of a family holiday to be by ourselves. Yeah. So it was almost kind of awkward timing and, you know, you guys dropped us off and everything and we felt so lonely the whole time from the moment you dropped us off. I don't know mm. if it was because like I was uncomfortable because I was trying to look after someone else who'd never been hiking before. and Who has asthma. <laughs> <laughs> who has asthma and was just not having a fun time. But yeah, and I think Mia was also partly uncomfortable because she'd never hiked before. So she didn't mm. know what to expect. And 
in complete honesty, I didn't really know what to expect either being with someone else in a foreign country because it was the first time I hadn't hiked in Australia as well. So I was like, we're going to get eaten by coyotes. There's going to be a black bear that I'm not going to know how to deal with. Yeah. Like, all our food is in these really big plastic containers and I have mm. no idea what to do with them or where to put them all. It's like a legitimately like hiking experience. Like it's yeah, no fluff sure. in like. Yeah, exactly. And we were lucky too because like Yosemite's pretty built up. Like it's, mm. it's, it's obviously one of the most visited national parks in the world. And so there's lots of support there as well. And you see lots of people and things, but it was just a very foreign concept to both of us. So we felt very lonely, very alone. And, um, the whole way through the hike, you know, we were pretty, pretty sad and pretty depressed. You know, Mia was really struggling with the walking side of things, <laughs> <laughs> the hiking side, you know, the actual, <laughs> the actual, the reason actual why activity you're that you're there. She loved the views and everything yeah, yeah. in the experience, but the actual hiking was very difficult um, because we're actually, our hike got flipped at the last minute. We actually ended up having to walk from the valley floor up towards like half dome as opposed to walking from the high Sierra back down. Mm. So it's pretty much like, change the difficulty of the hike from zero to a hundred. Yeah. Um, yeah. So she struggled with it the whole time. It was, you know, it was one of those things we just felt like we missed you guys a lot. We felt kind of alone and I don't want to say scared because you're never really that scared when you mm. have, no, there are people around you and things, but I think Mia was a little bit and um, yeah, it was just kind of like that. But you, you look back and I actually have a diary that I wrote everything down on the top of half really? dome and we ended, yeah, we ended up summoning half dome, which was Mia's goal. And it was this pretty cool experience mm. and, we cut the hike slightly short, but looking back, you don't think about being sad. You just think about how much fun you had exploring somewhere new. And I was telling dad the other day, you know, I don't actually remember summoning Half Dome being at the top, being like, wow, this is incredible. This is the goal we work towards. Mm. I actually remember like going down near our campground and filling up a water bottle in this little stream in the afternoon. And I'm like, that, that wasn't something Tiny I set out to things. do. Yeah, it's the little things. And it, it stems from exploration mm-hmm. because I didn't know it existed. I had to go find somewhere to fill up my water and come back and just enjoy it and, you know, take in the fresh air and things. <laughs> what about, I remember, I mean, I didn't do the hike, but when I was driving, when we were driving to, like, to drop you guys off, yeah, yeah. I remember I was, we were driving and I was seeing people, there was like meadows mm. and you would probably know the name of the lakes. I don't know the name of the lakes. There was that big lake and people were like jumping out. I'm like. I think it was, it would have been Mammoth. Like Where, it would have been I'm somewhere like, near Mammoth I'm Lakes. Like, ben, you can swim here. Yeah. Like you literally oh, in can, Yosemite. In Yosemite. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, mm. but you can swim here. I'm like, oh come on, like we yeah. have to go. Like I remember even being kids, I think it started when we'd play in the pool with pool toys. <laughs> and like we had the waterfall and like, yeah. where do you want to live in my I want to live yeah. in that cave? You know what we I mean? We always think like that, don't we? Always. Uh, we just, magical faraway tree was what did that for me, the old children's book. I still book. I still can imagine the cartoons about how I would picture it to look yeah. in my head. So true. So true. So true. So, what about that moment where I think there was a photo and it was like the mist coming from whatever waterfall you guys stopped at mm. and there was a rainbow yeah so in that front was of the um, pine tree yeah that's actually another cool story so in Yosemite to hike up to half dome and pretty much go from the valley to most you know popular hikes you um have to go through a part of the John Muir trail but then you also have to go through this thing called the mist trail and it's pretty much this I don't want to say it's janky but it's this rock staircase that so climbs sick. up next yeah. to Nevada and Vernal Falls and at the time we were lucky because the waterfall was flowing pretty pretty heavily and most of the year it's not. But because of that, all the mist and offspray makes these sick rainbows coming through the path. And mm. typical Mia's like scared out of her jeans or her <laughs> pants, you know, and I'm just like loving it, soaking wet, trying to take photos. And oh. I got to the top and I'm like, Mia? Like she wasn't <laughs> behind me anymore. I was like, Mia? And I like looked down the hill and she's all the way down the bottom still soaking oh, wet. Mia. Oh, so you got like drenched. Yeah, you get soaked. Oh, that'd be Sick. nice because it was summer too. Yeah, it was so good. That's so cool. Hey folks, so this is definitely some Ben'sception right now. Sorry to interrupt my own episode, 
but I wanted to tell you about the Neighbourhood series which we're starting. From next week, our guests are going to be people that we know and love, everyday friends and family who have stories worth sharing. Our hope is that you can draw light and truth, not just from the incredible guests like authors and speakers from around the globe, but from people who have helped make our lives what they are today. Make sure you're subscribed to be notified of when each episode goes live, and we can't wait to share some of the conversations that we have. Take care and enjoy the rest of, hopefully, an interesting episode. What about, um? so that was like your first sort of little adventure with Mia. Yeah. But what about your next, um? I guess, because I feel like at that point you were kind of comfortable in terms of like leaving us to go on like some crazy hike. Yeah. And your next one was in Alaska. Sure was. So it was like actually- You haven't spoken about that on the podcast. No, I haven't. It was actually, I'm going to say almost exactly 12 months after. I think we went in July 2017 to Yosemite. And it was just after July in um, 2018 that me and my good friend Callum decided to um, to go to Alaska. But that's, again, a really good example of exploration and spontaneity because mm. I think it was like three months before we left was when we decided to go. Like, yeah. I know that's not night and day, but it was enough time for us to be like, oh, this is a cool opportunity. Let's work out how much money we have to save. And we did not save that much money for a, a bit of an <laughs> expensive trip. So we were living kind of day to day on, on our time away. But um, mm. yeah found out there was an opportunity to travel with some awesome photographers from um from Instagram. You know, as bad as it is to be hooked, you do make some pretty cool connections on it. Um, and yeah. That's, that's we, a good thing about it, yeah. Yeah, exactly. If you use it wisely and, you know, we caught the bug and just like, you know what, Alaska somewhere we've always wanted to go to. We have a guide who can at least help in some way because Alaska is all wildly different to Yosemite and all these other national parks. We were going to um Lake Clark and it's actually one of the least visited national parks in America. And the reason mm. being is you have to get like float planed in. You can't just walk in and park your car. You have to catch a plane into the park. And you caught a float plane in. Sure did. <laughs> it's the coolest Didn't you experience get of my up life. When you got to Anchorage, you got picked up in an Uber and it was like some truck. Oh, it was so funny. We um we stayed in this really janky hotel next to this really famous pizzeria. And we like called the lift in the morning. We we're really tired, like jumped on the app. Next minute, this guy rocks up in this sick <laughs> old like Ford Ute. I'm like, I ordered Stop this on it. the lift app and he looked like a regular guy. And he was like telling us, welcome to Alaska. He's like, throw your bags in the in the tray, like pop down the back of the ute, like put everything in the truck. And I'm like, dude, what is going on right now? I'm like, I just ordered a regular lift. Mm. And we're driving to the where the place the float plane was leaving. There's this huge moose there. Like, this is wild. Get there and there's cool little dogs and all these Alaskan guys like chewing tobacco and spitting them onto bottles and stuff. Stop it. Was it. Such that's such a cool so, experience. That's super like authentic, I feel. It was really cool. But the good thing about Alaska is there's no tra- like, there's no paths, there's no trails, there's no fire trails, yeah. there's nothing to follow, you know. It's you in the wilderness. So you're pretty much, if you want to get from one lake to the other, you have to walk across the plains and the grass and the forest to get there. There's no, mm. oh, let's take the left on this path and there's a nice little sign that says it's, four kilometers away, mm. it's like, no, you have to rely on, you know, what mm. you know and your kind of instincts to get you to wherever you want to be. Yeah. And so I feel like a lot of people listening can't relate to just getting on a seaplane and flying to Alaska or <laughs> going to some crazy national park in America at the moment. Yeah, of course. What's something that you do to continually incorporate that adventure side of yeah, for you? Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. In your life right now. Well, that's the thing. Like it doesn't have to be these big grand adventures. Like I just mentioned two, but they're pretty far and few. Like I haven't been on another big trip like that since since Alaska. It's been nearly three years. Like obviously COVID played a part in that, but at the same time, it's it's hard to organize and coordinate and have the competencies to do that. Like not everyone knows how to <laughs> get a backpack and fill it up with stuff for seven days and yeah. you know, pack food in bear cans and things. So um, especially in my early days of camping, I just used to love going out in the backyard. 
I mm. used to love just setting up my tent, like in preparation, mm. putting a campfire on, hanging out, trying to work out how to cook food in like a single pot and burner. So like, just go do that. You know, mm. if you want something new and exciting to do, get a tent from Walmart or Amazon or Aldi or wherever there is one, <laughs> set it up in your backyard and just roast marshmallows and have some fun. Because actually I heard a quote um, yesterday, gosh, I can't remember who said it, but um, it was in a podcast and he pretty much said if, he wakes up and lives his day the exact same as another day in his life. He's wasted it. So it's like, how can I do something new every single day that'll bring a bit more novelty and excitement into my life? And just do that. Go in the backyard, camp you, out. You have a choice, right? It's like yeah. you can actually do those fun, cool things. Of course. The coolest thing I saw was this Instagram that me and Paige follow. Her kids, she has twin girls, and the grandma in the living room set up little teepee tents because mm-hmm. obviously they couldn't, for whatever reason, couldn't camp outside. Mm-hmm. So, like, they put nights, you know, those night sounds with the crickets and – yeah. And all the bugs and stuff like that. So mm. little teepees, made little pine trees and they had to camp out like inside their house. That's so cute. So it's just like fun things that you can do like yeah. that. But it's little things too. Like when we used to have family dinners together, it's like put put a like a, a um, spin to it. Put yeah, a theme like on. put a theme on it. Like actually make the most and enjoy it and do something special that you'll actually remember. You know, you, everyone has dinners every night, but why not do a Mexican themed, mm. you know, fiesta or whatever it is. Just something that will actually bring a bit of spark to it. So true. What about, um? so like speaking all about adventure, why do you actually think it's so important for people to break the mundane cycles of their life and to adventure? Of course. Like what do you think What do you think is so beneficial from it? Well, firstly, it's obviously very important to me because, you know, I'd never, I always wanted to live my life in a way that wasn't wasted. Mm. You know, I don't want to wake up one day and be like, I've literally wasted the last 20 years of my life. And it comes back to that same thing that I always used to listen to, that vapor meditation that I've mentioned probably 50 times on this podcast. Yeah. And it's pretty much just like at any moment, you know, the match can get blown out. You know, your Mm -hmm. life can disappear. Whether it's today or tomorrow or a month, I want to make sure that I've lived a life that has actually been full of spirit and and adventure. It hasn't just been, okay, I've, I've woken up, I'm pretty bored. I had the same boring breakfast. I did the same boring thing that I didn't really care about. I went home and I was tired and I didn't enjoy anything. And so obviously there are times in your life where that's difficult to overcome. Like there, there will be things and, and seasons in, in your life where, you know, you have to work jobs that you don't want to do or you have assignments that don't really fulfill you. But it's like, how can I change my mindset to actually be excited for those things? Mm. And so to come back to your question, like you said, we kind of answered it in asking it is you have to break the mundane somehow. What's the point of living a life that is mundane and that is dry and is repetitive? Mm. It's how can I actually bring something that, I love and something that brings happiness and magic into my life and for me that you know happens to be adventurous things for other people it, it might be reading a cool book and journeying through a fantasy that way like mm. I know Tennyson loves reading these <laughs> like incredible mystical books and that's his escape you know that's what mm. brings vibrancy to his life mm. it's different for everyone but um yeah I think it's cool too because people like what you were saying not many people are able to break the mundane they work five days a week full-time parent like you know mm. what I mean like people can't it's do hard. that but I think as well, it's finding the time to really think about what are the things that bring joy, bring that escape to your life and mm-hmm. then bring those things into that. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Like for me, it's obviously like me and my faith. I just bring that into whatever it is that I have to do. Mm. My schoolwork, if yeah, I'm fired up on yeah. just loving to do it and if I'm thinking about the cool thing I have planned for that afternoon, yeah. that's what gets me through. And it's also like what you said um, in a past episode, how memories aren't made from to-do lists. Mm. And it's this idea you like- said that. Did I? Yep. No, I don't think I did. Yes, you did. Did I really? Yeah, we, oh. we, we, it was on the Rhythms episode. You oh, mentioned well, well, I it. I pinned it down to one of you guys. But <laughs> um, 
you know, it's like some people want to hike Mount Everest because it's this goal of theirs, or they want to be the fastest marathon runner and hiker in the world. But to me, it's not about planning this three-day hike and getting from point A to point B. It's about really, you know, just enjoying every moment that of the experience that you're going through. And it might not be that you're out hiking in Yosemite. It might literally be that, you know, you have to mm. catch the train to work or you have to buy coffee from someone on the way to work. It can be literally anything. Anything. like advent- And even when we're talking about it, it doesn't have to be camping. Yeah. It literally, like exactly what you said, I had this guy talk to me today at work and he was a grandpa of one of the kids at mm. the high school. Mm. And he came up to me because Paige and I shared at the chapel service about our story. Mm. And he came up to me and he's like, you know, I have two twin daughters, uh, two twin granddaughters wow. as well. Yeah. I was like, really? No way. That's so And then cool. he's like, are you here tomorrow? Like, I'd like to talk to you more. Wow. And I was like, yeah, I'm here. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I get this call today of Luke being like, this, this grandpa down here wants to meet you guys. That is so cool. And so I spoke to him and he's like, he, he's was he so in the men, men's shed thing as no, well? No, he was, he was a just, grand, a grandpa. just a grandpa. Wow. And he's like, can you put in your email and my phone? Oh, wow. I said, yeah, of course I can, like, that obviously to connect cool. to, his, to his grandkids. Mm. Um, but something really cool that he said to me, he he blessed me because he's like, you know, I just hope, like, God blesses you abundantly. Mm. I'm like, he didn't have to say that, but he did. Yeah, and it's cool. those little things, like, not to sound, like, too weird, but, like, I do think that you can bless people's day by just speaking things, you know, be, oh, yeah, you can be somebody's adventure for that day, <laughs> yeah, somebody's sure escape. Can. Well, that's why, like, I do that thing, the story worthy moment of my day, where every day I write down what I thought the most story worthy moment was. Did you have was. one today? Today? Oh, I haven't done mine for today yet, but let me think quickly. <laughs> I could have so many from today. Honestly, I'm going to say right now, to be honest with you. What? Yeah. Well, it's not how often do I get to sit with one of the best sisters in the world in a cool, you know, office and studio and that we built together? And yeah. talk about awesome adventures. You know, that's True. something that that's story worthy that I'd want to share with God one day. I'm making a fun fatty cake. It's in the oven right now. A fun fatty cake. Yep. Is that, that's your story worthy moment. <laughs> but no, going back I to it, like in your everyday, it's about curiosity as well, though. Mm-hmm. You know, be curious to meet new people and to do new things and take a different drive to work or whatever it is, just be present and, you know, explore things the way that you want to. So true. We, oh, I had so many cool moments today. Now looking back at my day, mm. just then when me, Mia, and Paige were going for a walk, a little sunset walk. I, was, I stopped and I picked a leaf of the thing. I'm like, Mia, look at the color of this leaf. Are you <laughs> kidding me? Uh-huh. And I'm like, how does it know how to do that? You know what I mean? Like, and <laughs> we just had crazy conversation from then. But again, it's just like stopping to look at the little things. Yeah, see how cool that is? That, it's that's so all cool. it takes. And it, it, that's all it is to break the mundane. It, it just takes 30 seconds out of your day to be like, wow, today wasn't a waste. Mm. Or today I did something new and brand and exciting. Yeah. Or look up. That's yeah. what me and dad do all the time. Yeah, look at the stars. Take I literally mean, five minutes to stare at the stars and I guarantee your day will be better for it. 100%. That's what I had to do the other night. I put in my headphones. I just laid there. <laughs> That's like my reset, to be honest with you, when it I feel ground, stressed and overwhelmed. It just yeah. grounds me too. It's one of the only things actually. Mm-hmm. I agree too. What are some like practical things that people can do? Because we always go back to practicality in this podcast, right? We sure do actually. Well, it's <laughs> because we talk about such like – Foreign concepts to people and things. So like practical yeah. things got to do with adventure or yeah, just, just in general? Just incorporating it. For sure. One of the biggest things that I do at the start of the year is um I write down obviously my goals for the year, mm. but a lot of them aren't just, oh, I want to get high distinctions or I want to, you know, make this much money and save this much money. So much of them are actually, I actually section them off into this little But where do you do them? Area. I do them on Notion. See, I'm not. Yeah, I'm write not. them down, do whatever. I have just, to write them down. Yeah, but I actually have a section where it's pretty much like, obviously social and friends, but then it's like challenges and projects. Mm. And so like some of the things are, 
I want to go to the drive-ins this year, but I want to have a barbecue at the drive-ins. <laughs> like I've been to the drive-ins so many times, but I want to do something different. I want to bring a little Weber or something and cook a barbecue for my friends mm. or um, like go on these special dates with Beck that she's been organizing each month of the year or, you know, learn 12 ranch skills. Like these things that I'm going to accomplish. <laughs> Hold on, ranch skills. It's a whole thing. <laughs> Every month I want to learn something have that I can ever, apply later in life. Have you ever cut wood with an axe before? Yeah. When? Multiple people's houses. Oh, I thought you've never done that before. No. Oh. Is, that, is that a ranch skill day. though? Is that, is that what yeah, I'm thinking that's of? that's a ranch skill, how to split logs properly. Another ranch skill like is the doors that were sitting behind, the French doors. I learned how to, um, gosh, I've forgotten the word now. It's not whittle. It's like when you <laughs> cut the little slots out with a chisel for um that's for so door cool. latches and things. Oh, there's a word for it and I've forgotten it. Gosh. Oh, that's fine. And yeah. you created hardwood floors yeah, that but I was in, standing on. Yeah, exactly. In terms of practical things though, just well, start now. Don't wait till the 1st of January. You know, write down the things that come to mind. Take 30 seconds, write down every single thing that you think you could possibly do that, you know, you want to, whether it's, mm. oh, I heard about this beach nearby that I'd love to check out or I really want to go to this town and experience this or I want to do a chocolate making class or whatever yeah. it is. Or just, like go through the effort, like wake up before I am yeah. one morning and drive to the Royal and watch a sunrise. I yeah. really want to do that. That actually just came oh, yeah. in my head. We should do it. We should do it. Can we do it? We All right, do it. Um, So Ben, what is your absolute, sorry, let's go back to practicalities. Yeah. Let's list a few more things. Because I had another question coming. No, that's okay. Um, That's kind of the biggest one that I'm trying to think of. The other thing too, like I said, is write down just something so small about your day, yeah. just literally two or three sentences because it becomes very, very easy to lose track of how fast your days go by. Mm. So if you actually take a, just a couple moments to remember the, the different aspects of your day, um, you'll start to remember your life a lot more. And you know, what's the point of living life if you're not going to remember it? So true. It's like in just five minutes before you go to sleep at night. Mm. I always journal before I go to sleep. Now I used to do it in the mornings. Mm -hmm. Now I do it at night because yeah. I can reflect on my day and whatever it is. But it's true. It goes, I always think about like, yeah, like the point of this is so in a few years I can look back and think about what I did every day. Mm. But it is, but also it helps me reflect on the good moments that I had in that day. Yeah. I don't think I journal much about the bad things in the day. Mm -hmm. And if I do, then I will. Yeah. But again, I'm so grateful for those things. Mm. The um, other thing too, though, is I, I kind of, it sounds terrible, but like if I was to ever pass away, I want someone to be able to pick this up and read through my days and be like, wow, this guy really actually took an effort and spent time trying to live his life in a way that was meaningful mm. and not when he was 50 or when he was 65, but you know, for the majority of his life as soon yeah. as in the earliest he could, it was not even so much about me looking back and remembering it. It's how I want to be remembered. Yeah. I think the beautiful thing as well is that it looks different for every single person. Mm -hmm. Like sometimes I'm like, man, am I really living life to the fullest if I'm not skydiving right now? Yeah. No, I do it's, want to go it's not about but that. Still, it's not yeah, about that. It's not about these it's big literally... grand adventures no. and endeavors and, like you can get into the comparison trap. Like at the end of the day, like Alaska was awesome. Like we got float planed in. We also had this cool trek, but it's not like I scaled Kilimanjaro in Africa for 20 days yeah, exactly. without food and no guides. Like I know some people do. Yeah. It's not about comparison. It's about mm -hmm. having your own adventures and exactly. the things that brighten and, you know. Yeah. That's, and even we see that with her own sister. Yeah. Like Mia's adventure is the kitchen and yeah. I can't relate to her on that. I've got to read something out quickly. Um, sure. Jordan, if you're listening to this, you will, you will love it. So um, there's this awesome movie called um, The Secret Life of Walter Mitty. If you mm. haven't, uh, haven't seen it, do me a favor, go home right now and uh, watch it. I watched it with you, remember? Some people hate it for whatever stupid reason, it. but I love it because I, it's obviously a very relatable movie. Um, I don't want to spoil anything, obviously, but again, he's one of the type of guys who's like, oh, I'm living a mundane life and he does this big grand thing and blah, blah, blah. But the best thing in the entire movie is the magazine that he works for. I'm pretty sure it's a... Um, 
like not a real, uh, not a real magazine, but mm-hmm. their kind of motto or their mission is um, to see the world, things dangerous to come to, to see behind walls, to draw closer, to find each other and to feel that is the purpose of life. Mm-hmm. And to me, that is literally the definition of adventure. You know, it's not about catching float planes or it can be, but it's also about meeting people. It's about doing things that are different and exciting. People. Yeah. Isn't that great? It grows down to people. Like, mm-hmm. I, I, did I speak about it in last week's? No, I didn't. I don't think but so. But about, I was telling, we, we always sit around the family table and just sharing stories about our days. And I was telling um, you guys about Menshed, yeah. like the place I was working at. And it's mm-hmm. basically just like this huge woodwork, like workshop. And about like, like I don't even know how many people, like over 20 just grandpas are literally in this workshop cool, just right? going at it. Yeah, but when I saw them walk out, I got emotional because I was like, oh my gosh, like mm. I feel like I'm in a movie now and I, I don't pay attention, you know what I mean? I'm like, dang, yeah. I really need to hang out with grandma and grandpa more. I want to do, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like more cool things like that. Yeah. But then if you had to pick your absolute dream place to adventure to, where would it be? My dream place to adventure to? Mm-hmm. So. Or your dream moment, like if you could just choose one. Of the dream moment is to be sitting at my ranch one day walking up to a spot that I've designated as like my two chairs area mm. where I can just sit there and look at the most like beautiful afternoon sun at something I've been dreaming of my entire life that like I've built. That's obviously one. But in terms of like actual adventures, mm. there's this thing called the Pacific Crest Trail. Have you ever heard of it? Mm-mm. It's a hike you can do from Mexico to Canada. So you literally walk all along the West Coast of America. So you go all the yeah. way through like... Yeah, oh, like- <laughs> where LA, where Los Angeles yeah, yeah. and everything is. So you actually walk from Mexico, you start like down near San Diego, you walk all the way up past like Las Vegas, like, go, like all the way up you? through the coast. Yeah, at the end, you go all the way through Yosemite, the Sierra Nevada, all the way up through like Oregon and Seattle and everything like that. It's this incredible hike. I would love to do that one day. Wow, mine's go to the Holy Land. Yeah, that would be very cool. Like so, I want to go yeah. there so badly just to, to sit. Literally just to sit and to walk where Jesus walked. I think that'd be so cool. Sure would. Be pretty incredible. But yeah. Yeah. Get out. Have some adventures. Yeah. Venture go, out. <laughs> go find some adventure. Yeah. You know what? Do as soon as you finish listening to this podcast. Go watch up. Yeah. We're going to South America, Mr. Fredrickson. Wait, South America, Mr. Fredrickson. Don't go. You don't. Can't Adventure go to South America at the there. moment. That's us. No, you can't. We can't go anywhere. <laughs> Well, thanks, Ben, for having this awesome conversation with me. You are most welcome. I hope that some people got some form of encouragement and some inspiration and actually want to head out and have some adventures of their <laughs> me own. Me too. Yeah. Speaking of adventures, we have a very cool thing that we are wanting to start on the podcast. Obviously, you've seen a lot of this season. We've had quite a few guests who live overseas and who are pretty inspirational and pretty incredible. But as we've talked about today, there are incredible things and incredible people around us all the time. And so what we did a lot in the first season and what we really want to bring back is this idea of talking to people that we know and who we love and care about and hear their stories of adventure and hear, you know, the truths and the advice that they want to give. So starting next week, we're going to be starting something called the Neighborhood Series, which is, like I said, friends, family, people we know coming, you know, in person to sit down with us and actually chat about, you know, what they want to offer and what they want to give. And hopefully that inspires you guys to get out and talk to people you love and people you know. Yeah. Yeah, so good. So excited. So keep an eye out. There will be some video promotion yeah. in the meantime. <laughs> I have to practice my skills a little bit. It's been a hot minute since I made it and I love like this video. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get there. We sure will. Anyway, thanks so much for having me on, Twin. Thanks, man. <laughs>